Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Desk with Chad and Amy. And today we're going to be talking about Colombian festivals and holidays. Hello, my dear. Hello, sweetheart. How are you? Good. I'm ready to celebrate. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate what? Uh, I don't know. Coffee clinks. Let's do one of those. <laughs> Today we are doing Cheers. coffee because it is one of those days. It is below zero outside with the wind chill here in Michigan. Um, yeah, the the this is the weather I don't look forward to anymore. Right. And it didn't hit me until last year. I've lived in Michigan now for it'll be 25 years, I think, this June. No kidding. And just last year was I like, yeah, I don't want this cold ass weather anymore. Yeah. Over it. So I love driving in the snow. I don't like being out in the snow. Mm -hmm. Um, We can't even shovel right now because it's frozen. Like the snow is frozen. Sadie's paws uh, got hurt when she was trying to walk to go potty. She's stunned every step she takes because she hits the surface and then, yeah, it, it's, yeah. and then it drops on her. Right. Yeah, poor girl. Um, but that poor girl has a bag full of treats right now and is just <laughs> in heaven. Um, so speaking of treats, we're going to be talking about holidays yeah, and festivals, mm-hmm. which um, Columbia has a ton. Lots of reasons to celebrate. And we're going to go over a few of them. Um, you know, I think when it comes to holidays and festivals, what we do here in the States is um, nowhere near what a no. lot of other countries do. And I think the best word to describe that is vibrant. It is mm-hmm. just a different feel. And we also have a lot of different cultures here. Yeah. Um, and Colombia has one of the highest um, quantity mm-hmm. of public holidays. Sure does. Right? And public holidays meaning like stuff shuts down and they yep. celebrate and they honor and they uh, and that's huge. That's really cool yes. because it's a different, it's just a different culture there. So we're going to jump into some of that. So let's, um, let's kick it off with some holidays and we're not going to go through every single one of them because there's so many, there's, there's 18 so of them. Many. There's just so many, of 18 them. public holidays. Um, it's one of the highest in the world. Yes. So I'm going to let you kind of drive this because <laughs> what I see is a list yeah. and I don't know which ones you want to really kind of highlight for today. Well, they, there's just, there's a diversity of them. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just a total abundance of them as well. And, you know, they have the new year just like we do and it's called Año Nuevo, New Year's Day, mm-hmm. January 1st, same as us. It is a big time. A lot of people in Colombia will travel elsewhere to celebrate like, um, Barranquillo or, um, Cartagena or somewhere beach or somewhere like, like that a holiday, like a, like well, a holiday. Yeah. As, as they say overseas holiday, mm-hmm. but like vacation. Right. Um, but it's pretty dead in the streets. So you can either just stay home and enjoy the lack of noise and the lack of uh, traffic because Medellin, Medellin, yeah. Medellin is heavily, uh, you know, lots of, there is air pollution there. I'm That'll be an interesting to, thing to lots of cars adjust to because you kind of let's say you're somebody who's not part of the what like 90 percent that are um religious 90 percent uh catholic right so so you've got like 
the major- strong majority, mm-hmm. right, that are going to be celebrating all of these religious style holidays, which means, like you said, the streets might be shut down. People might not be there. Everything might be quiet. But what do you do? Right. right? When it comes to shopping, when it comes to your day to day, is that going to affect that? And that is that something you're going to have to pre-plan for? Yeah, we'll have to find out. You know, truly, because in Medellin, where we're not going to be in Medellin, right? We're going to be in Sabaneta. So I'm, and that's, Sabaneta is a much more um, Colombian atmosphere, culture, where there's a lot of expats and things in, in Medellin. I can tell you when I was in Spain, um, the felt like the world shut down during siesta, which, yeah, yeah. you know, and then everything opened back up at night. But if you were the type of person who wanted to... Um, eat dinner at four o'clock. That wasn't an option. Yeah. Four to six, they shut down. Yeah. It was not an option, right? You ate much later or you figured it out much earlier or you ate right. at home, but you couldn't go out for dinner at four thirty-five o'clock. That's yeah. the, nothing was open. And that was something that took some adjusting because it was everywhere. It was, I traveled the coast and it was everywhere. Every single city we stopped in, um, it was quiet. So that's what Pharma- it is. Pharmacies, like your, oh wow! Like yeah. everything was closed. We'll see what happens when we're in Sabaneta and see see what happens between that four to six. I do know they have siestas there as well, right? Which so. I think is brilliant. I think it's great. It's just as a country, you know, citizens of a country that doesn't participate in that, right. there's going to be some adjustment. Oh with that. Uh, yeah. So they have um, the Epiphany uh, Dia de los Reyes Magos. Um, it means Epiphany. It's January 8th. It commemorates the visit of the three wise men. Yep. Um, so a lot of these are religious holidays, and there's so many. The next one is um, for 2024 is March the 25th, and that's honoring um, St. Joseph. So that's St. Joseph's Day. And then yet they have Good Friday um, on April the 29th, and then their Labor Day is actually May 1st, and that is International Workers' Day. So I did not know that. That was that was kind of new. Makes a lot then, of sense for the term Labor Day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that is a very cultural day of remembrance for them because, you know, Colombians traditionally have, have really gone through it. Um, gosh, since the Spanish decided to come in. You know what I mean? Which leads you to the Declaration de la Independencia. Yes. Which is their Independence Day. Yes. Celebrating Colombia's independence from Spain. Correct. So when they were no longer, they were their own mm-hmm. selves, which is um, huge. And when I look through this list, what I do is I say, is it religious or is it something else? Yeah. And it's very highly skewed on the religious side, which Correct. nothing wrong with that um, by any means. I think it's great to have something to believe in and support and, and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are also your Independence Days. There are your... Days of celebration that are not religion driven. And I think it's good that there's a mix of both. Right. I found it found it interesting that our Independence Day is July 4th. Very close, right? And there's a July 20th. Very close. This year. Um, then there's the commemoration uh, of the victory of the Battle of uh, Boyaca in 1819. I don't know the history around that, but clearly it's a big deal because they're celebrating it in August. And then the Assumption of Mary, August 19, it, ob- it observes the Virgin Mary's Assumption into Heaven. Um, there, there are so many. Um, October 12th marks Christopher Columbus's arrival in the Americas, so they celebrate that. Um, there's All Saints in Christian Theology, so there's All Saints Day. Um, Independence of Cartagena, November 11th. 
Feast of Immaculate Conception, <laughs> December 8th, and then Christmas Day. <laughs> Excuse me, still that lingering cough is here. But I want to take a minute and I want to talk about their Christmas okay. in Medellin, Sabaneta, and all over Colombia. Um, it is a magical time. There is a lot of tourism that happens there at Christmas. Um, it is renowned for its spectacular light displays, the decorations, and it really brings tourists in from all over the world. Um, last year, I think Medellin alone had over a million visitors. That's huge. That is huge compared to, you know, the last 20 some years, right? So, um, I know in Sabaneta, in Parque Sabaneta, um, they build like a tunnel and, and it is curved mm, like, like an arc, like an arc. And there is just a whole light display as you go through it. Cool. They have, um, you know, the trees in Parque Sabaneta. And you walk through it. You don't you drive walk- through it like you would in America. <laughs> right? You walk, you through, walk it. through it. Well, everybody's walking there and there's local food everywhere. That's and- a little jab from the Daytona thing that. Um, oh gosh, your dad. So we were down yeah. at Daytona and they, they, the Daytona Speedway had a, a Christmas light show and you drove through it. So it's just kind of. I mean, Florida, that's where all the seniors, it makes sense, right? Sure. That's also the American way. Yeah. Um, We have um, Heinz Park is the same way. Heinz Park. Yeah. Yeah, same way. So um, a lot of walking, a lot of people, a lot of foods, um, a lot of different handmade items that vendors are selling in the park. The, um, all the restaurants are open, not on Christmas Day, but leading up to Christmas Day, because on Christmas Day, it all shuts down. Good. Absolutely. And it is, um, everything shuts down. Everybody's off from work <laughs> pretty much like it is here, but because consumerism is high on the list here, you still have different places that are open for business to, because they want that right extra dollar. I think we're definitely overall in America seeing, we saw the increase and we would see people opening businesses opening at midnight. Right. And right. I think we're starting to see that decrease to where um people are not being forced to work it's still happening but not like it was right i hope so like black friday was bonkers yeah. and, but out. the thing is humans had to be there in order to 6 a.m it usually usually is it's bonkers um which is you know immediately after a holiday that we're supposed to be because there's so many sales thankful um so we, we're, when we talk about the impact on work and society mm-hmm. Columbia shuts down. Yeah, it absolutely does. And the impact that that has like on their work and society, they have official days off. So there's 18 public holidays um, that really contributes, I think, to their work-life balance. Mm -hmm. They don't work and they get paid for not working. Right. And we're going to talk more about this next week, but hiring a Colombian citizen to work for you, if you live there part-time, full-time, um, or just if you need somebody in, in Colombia and you live in the States or wherever and you hire them, you have to pay them. For their holidays. For their holidays. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and we'll get into some other things that we will pay have to pay for as well because we plan on hiring an assistant. Which isn't a shock, right? Because if you are an employer here and a, a Christmas falls on a Monday, that's a paid holiday. Sure. Um, in one way or another. Sure, there's some instances where that's not the case, usually typically in like an hourly, but like a manager hourly, if you typically would be open and typically would be working, oftentimes companies will have a policy that says 
you're paid for that time because absolutely if the holiday didn't fall here, you would have right. been expected to have been. Or they just would observe, say, you know, Christmas fell on a Sunday. They're going to observe Christmas Day on Monday, the 26th. And so you have it off and you get paid for it as well. So, so I, I want to, well, the last part is it's, yes, they're holidays that are about, you know, a lot of them are religious driven, yeah. but I think at that core is families getting together yes. and celebrating together and honoring together. Um, in order for things like that to happen, and this is a assumption, which right. usually would make an ass out of me, but <laughs> I'm assuming what that means is oftentimes because they're so rich in their culture and their beliefs that family doesn't, um, branch out like we do, right? I'll give you an example. I have a sister in Georgia. I have a sister in Iowa and I have a sister in well, Atlanta, now, Tennis, Tennessee. Oh yeah. Right. Is that where Tiffany is? Atlanta, no. Tennessee, and Iowa. Where in order for us to all get together, we are coming from all over the country essentially. Right. Um, so we only celebrate like major, major and like once a year, maybe twice a year, we're able to see each yeah. other where my assumption is folks don't branch out quite as much a, because of the values. They love where they are. Home is home. We support each other. We take care of our elders, you know, grandma and grandpa right. live with us so that we can uh, all uh, celebrate. Right. So I think with 18 holidays and festivals and all that, I think that you're probably going to have more instances of families being together, doing those celebrations together, um, honoring together, praying together, celebrating food, right? Where I don't think we are as used to that. Like we love that Thanksgiving and Christmas every other year. We're yeah. able to get the kids in, right? Um, but if we had 18, I don't know that we would love that. Um, I was raised with that. I mean, we would get together for potlucks over the summer and everything at my grandmother's house and even at my granny's house. So um, every Sunday after church with her. So I did grow up with yeah. a lot of that. But when I moved from North Carolina to Michigan, I left all that behind. Like it's, I don't really do that anymore. And unfortunately my children don't get to grow up with that either. That's, That's how I was growing up. I didn't have that. Yeah. It, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we were lucky if we had that. Yeah. But we saw our, our family. And my belief around that is family is very important. Um, and you know, Logan and Tess are probably going to be taking care of us one day. So <laughs> be <better>. nice. <laughs> better. Be nice. So I just, I feel like it's really, really important. You know, family's important. Yeah, I totally respect yeah. that. I think that's phenomenal. And when family starts moving away to different parts of the country, it makes it more difficult for those mm -hmm. things to happen. It does. But I also think that to make the effort to go and see them or them to come and see you, whatever it is, if you want to alternate years, whatever it might be, because um, family is truly, truly important. Um, and hopefully you get along with all of them. Yeah. That's not always the case. Let's jump into um, festivals and celebrations because we're going to talk about both. Like we went through a list, didn't hit every single one of them, but we went through a list of holidays and we found that the majority of them are religious based and there are some that are national um, days of remembrance and celebrations, um, but festivals. Oh my gosh. So some of them go along with the holidays. Some of them don't. I can't wait to witness the... Um, the one called uh, Flores, uh, it's a flower festival in Medellin. Fiera de las Flores, yeah. Yeah, Fiera de las Flores. Oh, yeah, didn't see that. So what makes um, Fiera de las Flores in Medellin so unique and 
culturally significant? Well, it's a very important event in in Colombia, um, especially it. Em- they say it embodies the um, values of the people of Antioquia, which is okay. the region, which is Sabaneta, Envigado, Medellin. So, oh my God, this this festival, so it goes all the way back to 1950, and it was uh, a celebration um, to honor Medellin's um, flower-growing heritage. It has the ideal climate. It's called the City of Eternal Springs, uh, and it's it's the major center, you know, where they grow flowers. Can you take a guess of how many? I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to. I'm going to throw one at I'm you. Stumped here. already. Are you? Yeah. So orchids. Okay, a very pretty flower. It's beautiful, but it's not just one one orchid. I no, I would, I'd probably say dozens. Over no. 4,000 types of orchid species are known Just there? in Colombia. <clears throat> in Colombia. And Medellin is a, a pl- one of the places. They're also known for carnations and roses, but their orchids are, are it. And I think... That's crazy. These... So we can't do it justice. No. So absolutely... Um, after you finish this episode, go onto YouTube and search, um, search this festival. The, let me see if I'm going to say the word right. Intricacies, how intricate the flower arrangements actually are. Like, it's not just like a bushel of flowers. These are like well thought out arrangements. Yeah. Right. These are, um, big deals. Hop on YouTube, watch some videos because there's some videos that people have done walkthroughs. Um, go to Google and just search it and you will see images of yeah. these um, stunning right. arrangements. And pre-pandemic, it was huge. Then the pandemic hit. Granted, nobody was in the streets. And huh, Medellin in particular was really on lockdown. Their mayor at the time did a very, very good job, um, you know, with all of that. However... I think the following year and the year after that, it's been a little, it's not quite like what it was. So they're working to get back, but it's really to show the florists and the gardeners skills is really what it's about. Like they take great pride in this and it's loud and lots of people and the parade, they block off streets. And it reminds me of like an iteration of you've heard of like the color festivals over in India, right? How it's just stunning colors, these powders and this big, just it's like a celebration like that, but there for what they are um, focusing on, which is that perfect climate. And, yeah. Um, so beautiful. The, there is another um, main attraction. Um, Can you pronounce? It? I can't. What? Well, <laughs> I was waiting. The, the, I, can't, I can't. It's Cieteros. Uh It's um, Cieteros. This desfile de cieteros um and it's the parade right and it's the highlight of the festival and the participants are known as the cieteros um s-i-l-l-e-t-e-r-o-s and they carry these like you were saying earlier these really elaborate flower arrangements and it says the tradition originates from the days when people used see okay cietas cietas to carry goods in the city. 
So there's some cultural, um, historical background there as well. And it's like so many bright colors, designs, and some of them can weigh like up to a hundred pounds. And they're carrying these on their back. And they're car- front, back. Yeah. However yeah. they, however they do it. So there's also the orchid flower and craft show. Could you imagine the smells when you walk through that? I, I, my eyes would puff up. Oh yeah. You're so allergic. That's right. So I just have to prep with some, uh, double dose good, of double dose of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I have, I have allergies, so I have to take allergy medicine. You do. But I have a really good regimen, at least for the allergies that I've adapted to here in the States in Northern Michigan or Southern Michigan. I wonder Michigan. what it's going to be like when we- Well, it's going to be different because country. my allergies when I lived in Georgia were very different. And actually, bef- so before I moved to Georgia, I was, I had cats. When I came back, I was allergic to cats. I was gone for three years, but I still came for holidays. And so just during that time between the ages of 15 and 17, my allergies shifted. Yeah. Completely because I adapted to my environment. When I came back, I was all of a sudden allergic to cats and that hasn't changed. I've, yeah. I'm still very allergic to cats. That's weird because that's what happened to Logan when we lived in Georgia. He, he down there, he had gotten, it was, it looked like he had pink eye. His eyes, both of them were so I red. was like that for a while. It was awful. And my body adapted to that. Wow. And then coming back, it was not adapted yeah. to Southern Michigan. Interesting. I don't know if he's allergic to cats. The pollen or not, down there was heavy, like you you would see it on the vehicles. Yes, just a layer, an inch thick it would be. It's like that in South Carolina too, yeah. where my mom lives. So crazy. So we'll see how much pollen and things. Um, and there's got to be because there's so many bees. Remember the episode we talked about the amount of bees that are down mm-hmm. there? That's crazy. Types of yeah. And there have to be with to have all these flowers, right? So that's a great ecosystem. Those bees are so important uh, to help the flowers bloom, um, but. Columbia has some of the nation's most beautiful orchids and flowers. And you're also going to find a lot of vendors with handcrafted items for sale. Super fun. A lot of local um, foods, food carts and things. Restaurants are open. And, you know, a lot of the restaurants there, you can sit outside or that it's open. Right. Right. It's not closed with the air conditioning on. I don't think a lot of people even use air conditioning there. Don't need it. There's no heat. Don't need it like we do in other. Unless you're up in the mountains. Yeah. So 4,270 species of orchids that are known, it's really hyper diverse and it's largely to the, uh, the Andean Cordillera, Cordillera, please pardon my Spanish pronunciation. Um, well, Andean is Andes mountains. Mm -hmm. So, and those are all around Medellin. So like I said, they're also known for roses, carnations, um, even though so many different flowers are grown there. Now to the fun part. It's all fun though. The concerts and the cultural events. So, so many. Like almost every weekend, something is going on somewhere and local musicians will come out and play. They're, they're dressed really cool um, in, in traditional Colombian uh, clothing a lot of times. Um, they do a lot of dances. I watched a video in Parque Sabaneta and they had a huge stage up there and everybody, families, kids, everybody just comes out and sits and listens. It's really a fun time. And then, you know, you have the stalls, the little tents that are set up. Tents. Did yeah, I, say I was that? just, I was just going to translate that for people. <laughs> You're funny. Tents. <laughs> 
intense. (laughs) (laughs) My southernicity. It's all good. Uh, So there's a lot, a lot of concerts. And we have the benefit of going to Embigado if we want to, Sabaneta, or, um, you know, drive up to Medellin and and see what they've got going on, too. That's I'm super excited about that. Um, And we're going to be there. Eventually, we're going to be there during Christmas. So that whole month of December, we get to experience the beautiful lights and and all the block parties and, and different things that they have going on. So the other one I wanted to talk to you about is it's called Samana Santa. And this is not exclusive to Colombia. This no. is this is all over widespread. And they all religious driven. Yes. And it's unique to um, each place's customs um, and the processions, but there's a huge religious and cultural importance of of uh, Semana Santa. So how is Semana Santa celebrated differently in <laughs> Colombia compared to other countries? That's a really good question. I think I want to say if you're in Italy, um, it's a bigger, you're going to have a bigger procession. If you've ever seen, uh, you know, the poles kind of that they carry and it's a big box looking thing on top, could be loaded with flowers, the Virgin Mary, those kinds of things. But um, because... 90% of, of Colombia is Roman Catholic. Um, Semana Santa in Medellin, well, all over. It's just, it's a really big deal. So you'll see that people carrying, um, oh, I'm sorry, figures of Jesus Christ. So on on these or in, the, in their hands or whatever. So that's going to be pretty cool to watch, I think. Me personally, I love learning about different religions and cultures, even though, um, Catholicism is technically Christianity. Uh, it does roll differently. I think you enjoyed it too. It's one of my favorite classes in yes. um, college was world religions. Cause you just really opens that. your eyes up mm-hmm. to, um, you know, the, we have our own thoughts about religion and this open your opens your eyes up to um, essentially respect others thoughts around it as well. Right. You can be a non-religious person, but still respect other people's beliefs. For sure. Right. And this helps you open your eyes up to all these so many. Yeah. um, And they're just tied uh, so much of it's tied to culture, which I find fascinating as well. So yeah, it's a, this has been, this was really fun. And I, I only covered a tiny bit of all of us. There are just so right. many to talk about. Uh, and then also we want to witness it for ourselves and be able to, we won't be able to witness it the week we're down there. The next holiday coming up is not until March. And so we, we won't be able to see any of that. However, every Sunday after mass, they have the streets are lined in Sabaneta in the park area there, Parque Sabaneta with lots of vendors and there's music and things like that going on. So we're super pumped. And it is in the 80s there this week. And and we're at zero and three. Yeah. <laughs> I think our high this week is going to be four. It's super cold. So There uh, is um, ice on the inside of our windows. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. That I, one's well, frozen shit. I, I do know that that happens. Right. Um, it's just that, too cold. Not that, well, yeah. It's just too cold. And we're breathing. It's humid in here. So it's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, 
I think that's just about everything. Obviously, hop on YouTube, check out some of the other. Definitely. You know, just to see. Google uh, some what pictures. Some of these holidays and, and, and um, celebrations and festivals are about. Uh, but what do we got coming up for next week? So next week, we're going to be talking about hiring Colombian citizens and kind of what that looks like as far as taxes and insurance and all the stuffs that go along with it that I had no idea about until, I don't know, a few weeks ago. So, but I just did want to touch on really quick um, with these holidays and these celebrations and festivals, Chad, I love that the Colombian community comes out and they celebrate together and it's all about tradition. It's all about continuing those traditions and passing them down to their kids to carry those out. And I just, I can't wait to, I just, I really find that beautiful. Yeah. We don't have that here. We have parades, but it's not, um, I don't know. It just seems different. We're still very separated here. So that's all I got. So until next time, keep expanding your horizons and living beyond the desk. Have an extraordinary week. 